The Versecast is brought to you by Engine. Create your free gaming community website at enjin.com. gentlemen you're listening to the those guys with ships show my name is john abraham i'm jimmy croker i'm ace Azamine. hi i'm gleep we are those guys with ships this is episode 31 of our community podcast today is june 2nd 2945 49 years ago today guys guess what happened i'm sure it's random and obscure and nobody but you will know what it is I'm hoping it's space-related. It is. Good, good. Give me more. Moon-related? Uh, I mean, really, uh, how many things can we have that are space-related that aren't related to the moon or low-Earth orbit? Mm, true. Wait, I think Moon-related? I, I think I know. Ooh, ooh, uh, you in the back. Mr. Abraham, yes? Did, did the U.S. Surveyor 1 land in Oceanus Procalarium on this day? It did. You're a cheater. <laughs> Someone was looking at the notes. <laughs> wow, that's a gold star by your name, Mr. Abraham. And an extra 30 seconds of recess. Thank you for the gold star because I messed up the intro. <laughs> I feel like it should be like a gold star with half a corner torn off that says, you tried. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, man, that's harsh. Well, I'm impressed. Um, so, hey, well, you know, we've been gone a couple of weeks. We have a new intro and outro tracks, which you guys haven't heard yet, but uh, the folks out in Radioland, when they get to this point, will have heard it. And it is Hyper Vanguard Force. Yes, if any of you have uh, played uh, the game on the interwebs, um, it has a nifty little 8-bit soundtrack, which um, uh, star pupil Abraham was able to... Um, procure for me and i cut it up into little itty big pieces and pasted some on the beginning and some on the end and so that's what we're going with uh, let I us know what you think vanguard force i am excited I, yeah, yeah i'm inordinately uh, excited to hear that now because i yeah. love the hyper vanguard vanguard force theme yes yes it's um so we're doing something a little bit different but we do want you to still support ronald jenkies because he lets us use his music for um, this show and the other show, we're just not using it right now, but, um, do check him out at www.ronaldjenkies.com. Um, so, uh, we, uh, you know, if folks listen to yesterday's show, they kind of know where, uh, where all of us are at and, uh, coming from and how we're doing. But, um, uh, Mr. Ace, it's been a couple weeks. Uh, you just had a birthday. Um, I did. That yeah. was this birthday weekend. Yeah. So get any cool new shiny toys? Mm-hmm. Um, my dad offered to give us a concert tickets, which is great, but neither my wife nor I are much on concerts, really. So we'll figure something out. Um, 
I got a lot of well wishes. My Facebook page exploded with well wishes from people and friends and family. Um, as for gaming related, um, let's see here. Um, I purchased for myself a subscription to a particular game, which we will discuss later. <laughs> um, I also purchased for myself a Gladius. Hey, oh, that's what I was—that's nice. what I was looking for. Yeah. So, so that was that was as far as birthday presents go. That was the most pertinent. Oh, I take it back. I did get two other things. Um, one was a C3PO branded and designed Xbox One controller. Ooh. Ooh, which was nice. all sorts of goofy, and I'll, I'll, I'll send a link to you guys later. And, and I guess I don't know if I'd really call it a birthday, but um, Microsoft Studios saw fit to release the uh, DLC for the Master Chief Collection, um, uh, Halo 3 ODST, on my birthday weekend. So, um, and because I bought the game when it came out, I got it for free. So nice. that was a nice little, a nice little uh, pick me up. So I got to download that. Which is my favorite, one of my favorite Halo games in the series is ODST. So yeah, I'm very excited to get that. I'm gonna have to go download that as well. I had read about that and I just hadn't had a chance to get around to it yet. Do it soon. I yeah. saw that they removed the the Destiny Easter egg from this version. Did they? I have to yeah. go, I'll have to go find that. Yep. For those of you who don't know, um, go play, go back and play through the original version on your Xbox 360. There is a bit of Destiny um, foreshadowing in the original game. It's just a poster on the wall. Um, and you can see it's got the Destiny logo and some of the stuff from that game. So I'm very curious to see what they put there instead. Cool. John, have you played it yet? I have not. I ha- I, I still need to go download it. Oh, okay. I, I, I don't have an Xbox. Aww. Aww. They're there. They're there. But I do have Gladius, and I like it. <laughs> nice. And, and you have a nice. new tuned-up computer. And yeah. I have a new tuned-up computer, which <laughs> it made it through the first show. Let's hope it gets to the <laughs> second one. <laughs> so, can we talk shop? What kind of specs do you have? Oh, I just I put in a solid-state drive um, for oh. uh, to boot off of, just because my uh, my spinny drive was uh, getting all filled up with stuff. So, scrubbed the spinny drive, installed a, a solid-state to boot off of, and um, you know just. Rinse and repeat. Just start loading stuff on there until I got no more space left, and then I go out and get something new. Neat. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a hobby. All right. Well, um, so it's good to be back. Um, had a little bit of time off there. Um, we uh, um, took the uh, holiday weekend off, and uh, we're uh, we're here back now, and looking forward to uh, another run of shows and. Um, Want to start off with an update on Operation Pitchfork. Um, last time when we uh, recorded, we talked about um, what it is and uh, uh, thought we would put it out to the community. Um, are folks interested in participating in it? Um, so if you um, if you haven't been out to the forums yet, definitely go check it out. And um, as of uh, yesterday, the votes in favor of us getting involved uh, lead led uh, the indifferent folks uh, 22 to 5 uh, and nobody said that they would rather stay home and iron shoelaces so um, I'm taking that as a as a pretty strong positive that folks are interested in in doing this um, and so I um, I think we'll, we'll leave the uh, the poll open for uh, another week uh, and see uh, how it goes but um, I've already gone ahead and uh, joined uh, the organization the operation pitchfork organization and they accepted my application and so 
Um, I mean, I, and I did put in my application that, you know, who we are and, and uh, our positive poll results to this point. And um, so we'll, uh, we'll see um, what it is that happens next with that and uh, sort of take it from there. Fantastic. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. good times for sure. Um, and it's an interesting, it's a, it's a cool thread to read too because um, some, some of us talked about, um, you know, potentially what, what our roles are going to be and, and kind of already kind of pre-planning uh, you know what it is that we want to do and it'll be kind of cool for um, the uh, those guys with ships to kind of have their own I guess we'll kind of have our own squadron you know or our own wing of the assault I feel yeah. like that's probably what's going to be like we'll have all the orgs will join we'll all have their own wings that they that they uh, fly with because they're the people that they know right and the real trial the real the real trick will be getting all of those little private uh, armies to work together Right. Yeah, coordination yeah, yeah, totally. be a challenge. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, today, or actually yesterday, uh, ten for the writers episode number three came out, and I'd like to point out that one of the writers on the show is wearing an Operation Pitchfork T-shirt. So I think some of the folks uh, at CIG are are down. Oh yeah, oh, they're well aware, and they're. I think they're. I, I can't wait to see what they're planning for it. Yeah, they're down with the clown. Know what I mean? Settle down, ICP. Settle down. <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, uh, do I have to take my makeup off again? <laughs> That's a terrifying middle image. I need to get a uh, Hatchet Man in here. <laughs> That's right. Remember That's him? Right. I do. God, he's been gone for a while, hadn't he? Yeah. Wow. That's right. Okay. Um, so, um, yeah, I think it's going to be um, a very cool thing. And uh, who knows? I mean, because it is really contingent upon the end of the PU uh, beta. Um, so... Um, it could be it could be quite some time before we actually uh, get to it again, um, but um, we will uh, we'll definitely uh, keep that uh, um, uh, in the forefront of our consciousness and uh, advise you as we uh, go forward. So, all right. So we teased it at the end of la- of the last show, and so um, you know, just because we can't completely ignore it, um, we I think it's it's incumbent upon us to discuss uh, the leak, which is arguably, I mean, apart from the uh, the concept of the Reliant concept sale, been the biggest thing that's come out uh, of CIG. <laughs> you see what I did? Come out of CIG. Um, as in 46 gigabytes of come out of CIG. Um, quite, and quite a literal analogy. Thank you. Thank you. It just happens. I don't plan it that way. Um, and, you know, not so much a leak, I don't think, but, you know, it, it's not, you know, it's not, there's not really much point in, in uh, debating that, I guess. I mean, I just, I, I think that it's, you know, on a high level, you can sort of say that mistakes got made. Um, and, uh, you know, we talked last time about, uh, about Ben's take on it cause they hadn't really said anything officially about it. Um, and, uh, what Ben posted in the forums was that, um, in response to a statement from a backer who said nothing in the official schedule about an official statement on the leak and how it will affect development. And what Ben said is that development will continue. We'll take some time to look at security and social media policy, but it isn't going to change how we share um, or what our goals for Star Citizen are, which I think is a good thing. Um, I don't think there will be a statement beyond asking that backers please do not share content that spoils elements of Squadron 42 for other players. And I've asked that the mods keep everything off of our forums and other communities like Reddit are free to set their own rules. So um, I, I, 
you know, I I think this is a bit different. I, I I really like what he said. I don't know if you guys have an opinion about about what Ben said there, but I I thought that that was that he said just enough. I mean, he he certainly didn't say enough uh, to to make the internet happy, but you know, the internet never is happy. So um, there's you know, you can't really expect that. But I think that he did um, address that they hadn't said anything and just said you know you know we're this happened and we're looking at it and um, you know, please don't spoil the game for other people uh, that uh, aren't interested in seeing this stuff. And um, let's just keep moving forward. Well, it's like, I mean, what do you do? You know what I mean? Like, you can't. You're gonna you're gonna make a big bold statement, put it on t- on the front of your page, and you know, hey, you know, we we made a mistake and some information got leaked. And I think I think you're right. I think Ben handled it the best way that he could. It's they made a statement about it, and it's, it's not the end of the world. We're gonna keep moving forward, and. You know, whoops. Yeah, they can't exactly stomp their feet and cry about it. I mean, it's happened. It's out there. I mean, I can understand that a company like maybe EA might be a little bit more upset. But at the same time, I can understand that TIG has also been much more willing to share stuff with us. So Mm -hmm. I don't think it matters quite as much. Also, I think, like you said, ship models, big difference from stories story spoilers. Yeah, right. right. That's a big difference in terms of what you see. I mean, some of the ships out there are a little spoilery in terms of where they are supposed to be in Squadron 42. I have actually seen all the le- the leaks. I was actually very curious to see some of the stuff. Um, but, uh, it's yeah, it's not as bad as, like, say, the chapter titles for an episode or something. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was like, like last time, that was the, the screenshots of their scheduling software that showed uh, chapter titles for Squadron 42. And, you know, right. which, you know, if you looked at it, you know, it's like now you know how, you know, you, you know the beats of the story. Right, right. Which I mean, I don't I don't I don't want to know that kind of stuff. I don't um, even remember them. Yes. And I <laughs> good. Yeah, yeah. And and um and we certainly aren't going back there, but um I, you know, as as Ace was just saying, I think that it's different that this time, you know, it's just premature peaks at assets. Um, as like a opposed, really big uh, work in progress dump that just happened by accident. Yeah, nobody can get access to the first person shooter content, right? Because that that uh, they're locked out of the server. Like, locked out of the servers, but you can you can experiment with some of the content, and there has been some experimentation with some of the first person related stuff that's coming down the line. But it's nothing like seeing what the main character like model looks like right it's all, right. It's all physics based like and and environmental and weapons and and it, like i said it's, it, it's like a catalog basically right yeah like, this is what your gun looks like this is what some of the environments look like but it's nothing story related thank god yeah 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 maybe it's just me but this, the leak really doesn't seem like that big a deal no, mm-hmm. I I agree. I, I it's it doesn't seem like it's all that bad. It it has to have sort of like a silver lining in that um, it's gotten like I've seen some exchanges on Twitter and on Tumblr and certainly on on Reddit about people who were like, yeah, you know, my interest in the game just sort of waned and fell off, and then the whole leak thing happened and it made news, and I went back and looked at it and went, oh my god, I'm interested in the game again. Yeah, yeah, I think um, I think that it. It had sort of a um, a secondary positive effect uh, in in that way because it was you got the publicity of the leak 
and um, I and it's understood that all of this stuff is work in progress. So no one's going to look at it and say, "Oh, well, that looks stupid." You know, that doesn't look done. Well, it's like it's obviously it's not done. I mean, yeah. it's it's information that was not intended to be, uh, you know, uh, released. Um, and um, I did I did look at a couple of the videos of the assets, and uh, you know, mostly a couple of compilation videos. And, um, you know, I, the one positive takeaway for me is like, wow, some, the, you know, I thought that, you know, the, um, uh, the retaliator was going to be, you know, like a big ship. I mean, a retaliator is nothing compared to what's going to be out there. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. I saw some of the, um, I'm friends with one of the guys from test shout out to, to Enkato, uh, mm -hmm. who was posting some of the stuff. Um, and he sent me a, a link, and one of those ships can can fit multiple retaliators. And I was oh. like, and I was like, oh my god, that that puts everything in perspective. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of you know, it's it's almost like you know, you don't. It's like you wanted to have a big ship, you know. So it's like you know, <laughs> all of small potatoes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> totally. It's like you know. You know, big fish, small pond, man. Cause some of those things are just massive. Even like the Idris is yeah. is yeah. nothing compared to some of those ships. Um, and is, is the Idris the biggest ship that is available to us or has been available to us to uh, pledge? Uh, the Javelin. The Javelin is bigger. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. The Javelin. The Javelin is a full size battleship. Like think like a, the Iowa class battleship. I mean, it's a, it's a, it was, it's a decommissioned destroyer. Mm. So, um, it's, it's bigger. I mean, the, the, the lore, as far as the Idris goes, it's like an oversized frigate and, and naval buffs out there are screaming at their, at their iPods right now because I'm butchering <laughs> terms. Um, but it's like, say the size of maybe the Normandy S2, maybe even, even, even Voyager from Star Trek Voyager in terms mm. of size. Whereas the uh, the javelin is like a star destroyer, huge kilometer long. Well, that's mm. the Bengal. I think the Bengal is a kilometer long. But um, but those those compared to some of the other ships that that are are shown, I mean, are, they're not very big. I mean, no. they're no like the, a, a third of the size. Yeah, the the um they showed that one of the things that popped up was the um the UEE largest class ship that they have i can't remember what the name or what the, what the size is but like it dwarfs the bengal yeah and i was like holy cow i mean and and the thing that gets me is like a ship model is one thing that's like a, just like a, it's a solid asset but they're going to have to animate all of that they're going to have mm -hmm. to program all of that stuff will populate with npcs and and special effects i mean if nothing else this leak sort of impresses upon you the scale yeah. Of what they're doing. Right. Right. Exactly. I sort, and that... like, I sort of feel like the first time, like like the first time some of the uh, um, third class passengers set their eyes on the Titanic and went, oh, that's how big <laughs> this is. Oh, that's a big ship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So the leak, I think, at the very least, was good pub publicity. For people to see that they do have a bunch of stuff in the works that they aren't showing us. Mm -hmm. um, and on top of that, like, they covered it on the Giant Bombcast. Um, so I think, and, and like, Giant Bombcast isn't going to cover Star Citizen unless they're talking about 
like failed kickstarters or something because i star citizen being the biggest crowdfunding thing that has ever happened um also comes with a bunch of doubters yeah um and that's what yeah. most of the people that aren't into the game are uh so I think it's cool when something like this can happen and they can be like, oh, they they have a ton of stuff going on and this thing is happening. Right. Um, because, I mean, Star Citizen, since it is crowdfunded, they aren't doing any of any advertising. Um, they so don't they, need to. Yeah, they yeah. don't need to because the people that want it are already here. Well, they the just people, did. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. It's it's free advertising. Well, and that that um, news was everywhere. I mean, even my wife, she doesn't follow the game. She's she's in the industry, but she doesn't follow the game. But even she was like, "Did you hear about the Star Citizen leak?" Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, "Did you?" Uh... <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, duh." <laughs> Hello. Do you even Star Citizen? <laughs> <laughs> I have a podcast. Hello. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The Kotaku covered it with an article, and and yeah, I mean, it got it got I got uh, news coverage in places where uh, uh, most pl- most things haven't talked about it at all. So, so it was interesting yeah. to see what that, when that pops up. Well, yeah. I think it's funny that um, the aluminum foil hat contingent have have um, implied that they did it on purpose, and it's like they didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> It's like, yeah, it, it actually potentially is kind of a benefit that it happened for them. It did generate a buzz, and it did uh, generate some some news about the company. And there wasn't really, you know, any massive damage done t- with the leak. But I, I, yeah, I don't think they did it on purpose. If I think they just, did, that's the most roundabout and yeah. unusual marketing campaign I've ever heard. And congratulations for making it work. But. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I just don't think they're that devious. I think that it was a legitimate mistake. And then I think I, I would guess that a couple of days afterwards, they were like, well, it actually worked out pretty good for us. Well, you notice uh, Chris hasn't said anything. Yeah. Well, no. he's, he's yeah, busy he being a director. He also, well, had his, also had his birthday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is it the same day as yours? Uh, I don't think so. I think it was a couple days later, but he, he uh, a little little thing popped up that uh, I think was on Twitter. Are you actually Chris Roberts? <laughs> <laughs> would I be here if I was? Well, I don't, I don't know. I'm hoping that I'm would be sure really be, weird. That I'm would be fairly sure weird. I would be behind a desk, uh, 24 hours. Also, I wouldn't be living in Oregon. I'd be living in L.A. What happened to your accent? Exactly. Uh, God, this guy's good. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah, I mean, so, hey, we talked about it. I mean, it's it's big news um, for, for some folks. It's bigger news than other folks, um, you know. So, you know, walking away with the positives, you know, hey, man, what are they doing with that $83 million? Well, <laughs> look at well there. Spent. Money there well spent. Money well spent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and speaking of enormous ships or not so enormous ships anymore, our org hangar has, uh, some, uh, new ships in it. Um, uh, well, one, our uh, virtual org hangar, <laughs> I just like, stop. I just like, me, man. <laughs> I just really like correcting you on it. That's all. Sorry. I know. I know. I know. That's all right. Pop my bubble. <laughs> So, uh, Mr. Turd Ferguson, uh, he uh, informed us that uh, that hull A that he donated, it uh, miraculously turned into a Reliant. Wow. Go figure. It's like magic. <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh, and there's a, he's like the Doug Henna of Star Citizen. 
Okay, you have to explain that one to me. Who is Doug Henna? Oh. Uh, Google him. Okay. I didn't get that one either. <laughs> My Google foo is weak, apparently. All right. And there's a story to go along with that, but we'll get to that in the listener email. It's uh, Doug Henning, H-E-N-N-I-N-G. All you have to do is Google Doug Henning, and you will understand all the things. Everybody out there in podcast land. Oh, boy. <laughs> Shall we stop and give everybody a chance to do that? <laughs> everybody, nope, let's pause am, and let everybody I'm going to have some some words for you later after Googling that guy. <laughs> All right. Um, and let's see. Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we just saw the moment. We just heard the moment when uh, Jonto Googled him. All right. Here we the go. Mo- the moment when you discovered Doug Henning. <laughs> the magic <laughs> of. <laughs> I'm glad we can have this on audio. <laughs> no, 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 no. He doesn't count. He's Canadian. Uh, I'm assuming we'll have a link in the show notes. No, yes. I will, I will yes. not link yes. it. Yes. No, yes, not link everyone's, yes. everyone's searching for it already anyway. <laughs> Put it in the show notes. Oh, my no. God. Oh, my uh. God. God, man, my orthodontist needs to talk to this guy. <laughs> that oh, hair. Man. Oh, my God, that hair. Dude, I had that hair. <laughs> uh, well, I'm jealous of you. Yeah, I had that hair. It's majestic. A long time it ago. It is majestic. Holy cow. That's a All pain right. in the ass to take care of, let me tell you. All right. So, uh, Mr. Steinkuhl. It's, uh, help me guys here. Steinkuhl? I think that was pretty good. That's yeah, pretty good. they did a good right, job. He got a Reliant, and he has donated it to the hangar. Wow. Yay. So we have NetNet, another new ship. We have uh, two Reliants in the hangar now. We've got, uh, we still have a Hull A, because we have the one that I got. Uh, we've got my Gladius. Um, got a Starfarer. Um, a, re- a Retaliator named Spoonrest. And a, uh, a Host Bar and a Snow Globe. Mm-hmm. So. Man, I tell you, my virtual hangar is getting full. <laughs> we have We have one... Hell of an imaginary org hanger. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, we do. Well, you know what? And speaking of members to fill that org hanger with, um, you know, as we're all you know congregating there, drinking your free drinks, and uh, you know, taking turns shaking, polishing John's snow globe. <laughs> That's the no. Just wow. one. No. Okay. One, at a, one at a time. One at a time. Um, we got, uh, some new members and we are now 151 members strong. That's insert, cool. insert original Pokemon number joke here. <laughs> See, now, now I was going with Bacardi rum, you know, oh. that's, yeah. Jonto, but... Jonto, you're, I think you're young enough. You get, you might get the reference to the 151 original Pokemon. Oh get, yeah. Oh. There's 151. Yeah. Uh, uh, how's it go? How's it go? Uh, you the want me to Pokemon wrap. Yeah, well, 151 original Pokemon. Yeah. We, we, we are now, we've now rounded out our Mew and Mewtwo. So there <laughs> we go. We're, we're set. <laughs> All right. So, what, uh, Jimmy, what, what do the old guys want to talk about over here? Uh, Bacardi 151. <laughs> <laughs> Cocktails. Uh, I, I We tried to run a motorcycle on it. It didn't work well. <laughs> Did it explode? No, it just got real gummy inside. <laughs> it's been fun to clean but, out. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was, uh, yeah, it, it was. It was. It was. It wasn't our motorcycle. Anyway, I so hope not. <laughs> and, hey, and it's a palindrome. 
Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it it is. is. Wow. Congratulations. <laughs> nice nice callback. Yeah, three-week callback. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, new members. We got a bunch of them, so let's get through them here. Johnny Strange, which is a good name. It's kind of like Johnny Quest, but different. Uh, he is a huge fan of the podcast, super excited by the game, and can't wait for the PU. Rab75020. I have been listening to the podcast for a while now. Finally decided it was time to join the org. John here's time. One, one of your one of your guys here has been listening and he finally joined. Dietrich von Camper. This is a Ooh, good one. Uh, nice. Yeah. Is a friend of Doc Buttshot. Uh, his hangar uh, is in a constant state of flux. His core ships are his tally, his super hornet. His gladiator, some auroras, and his herald. He considers himself very much a mercenary and will do just about any job except gunfighting, which is an interesting um, uh, thing to uh, to be allergic to. There, um, he likes focused operations with long term goals. He is all in with the Operation Dandelion. Now, do you guys remember what that is? Of course. You mentioned it last week, yeah, the heist. The high, high. Oh, that's right. We're that's right. The the one where um. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the la, one, la, the la, one la, you're la, trying la, to forget. La, la, la. Oh, yeah. you, you see, and, I, and it worked. Okay. <laughs> um, Nudie Bird <laughs> joined us. Yes, that's right. Nudie Bird. Another another uh, name that is, sits up there with uh, Turd Ferguson. That's pretty close. But yeah. but really, aren't they all Nudie Birds? Under underneath your feathers, yes. Yeah, I guess so. Gleep yeah. should get that reference. It's a it's a Muppet reference. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Um, uh, okay. Big Bird, right? No, no. Um, um, Sam the Eagle. Oh, that's right. Underneath that's right. all our feathers, us birds are naked too. Oh, uh, will someone hand me a towel? <laughs> that was that was a great impression. <laughs> that Thank was you. a good. That was a good Sam. I like that. All right. Uh, well, anyway, Mr. Bird, 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 Bird is the word. Has been waiting for this game ever since he was a wee lad. Has been following the show for a while and thinks we are a great group of guys. He's looking forward to flying with us. He has two Reliance, uh, one for um, uh, now and one for CCUing later. Um, a Star G, a Gladys, and an Aurora, a Cutlass, and two hulls, an A and a C. Nice. nice. Impressive. Very nice, yeah. Outrageous Okona enjoys the podcast, says we sound like a good group that hits that sweet spot between two serious and slackers. Perfect. Mission accomplished. <laughs> he is a believer in teamwork, so wants to go raid some pirates, rescue some innocents, and find loot. And some jump points, too. He, pl- he plans to play like Han Solo or Thadion Okuna. That's uh, that ne- uh, Next Generation Season 2. I don't remember this character. You guys? No. 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 Mm. no. Okay. Um, in-game, he wants to be a puckish rogue type. Man um, after my own heart. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Man, the words are moving around. Uh, he's been a backer since the Kickstarter. He has a 315P and is thinking about getting a Reliant. He will save up the UEC in-game to get a Freelancer and then maybe some bigger ships. All right. Um, Taros joined. He's a science nerd. He's he's out there in the forums keeping us honest. Uh, so uh, thank you for that. Um, wanted to join us because he thinks we are fun and will make him feel at home. Group hug. His science stuff is really in-depth, and it's impressive. Oh, really? 
I have to look up his posts. Yeah, yeah I yeah, think he was, uh, he was replying in the Versecast feedback thread to uh, some stupid stuff we said. <laughs> um, but his explanation is really in-depth, and it's pretty interesting if you're into science-y stuff. Him and Abaphysics should get along. You know Abaphysics has a PhD? In oh, wow. Physics. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah no, really? He's a, yeah. He's a physicist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, he wants to play, uh, an unlawful good character in the PU and is looking forward to crewing on one of our sweet Orions. So there you go. We can, can, get, I, di- can I just a say, uh, on board. can I just say, I heard, I, I saw that at first and, and read that as sweet onions. <laughs> one of our sweet and i was like no oh orions oh okay never mind mm-hmm. you, you can know, you crew can... on my sweet onion anytime <laughs> okay all righty then i think we have a name for i think we have a name for jonto's we... orion sweet I th- onion i think we had a name for the show <laughs> uh doug henning well i remember back in the day yeah Make it go away, Doug, please. <laughs> Varsol. He learned about Star Citizen a few months ago and has been listening to the Versecast podcasts to come up to speed. He's a merchant seaman ocean trucker by profession. What'd you say? He's a merchant seaman ocean trucker. Okay. Wow. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's impressive. His words, not mine. Um, he works on drill ships now. When the whole series was put out for concept, he had to get the biggest, baddest one. Though he was compromised at the time of purchase, he says he will not be. Uh, it will not be getting hit with the melt stick. Uh, there's a man who sticks sticks to his convictions. Uh, he also picked up a Star G, owing to he also worked on underway replenishment oilers for the Navy. So this this dude has like nice. real and cred. Act, yeah, total cred. He says he's looking forward to playing uh, with us in AC as well as the PU when we all get there. He is really enjoying the podcast as well and says, keep up the good work. You know, you said last time that long-haul truckers probably won't want to get a... I know. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, here you go, though. I mean, this guy, he's, he wants to do what he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were delightfully wrong. Good thing that's never happened before. No, never. <laughs> All right, Rathix joined, and he says, uh, just started listening to the show and really just can't get enough. I initially got into Star Citizen around the beginning of 2014 through a friend, but found my interest waning because the community was still in its infancy. I'm happy to say that I'm very excited to be back in full force and have your show to thank for my renewed interest. You see, you don't need asset leaks. All you need is the verse cast. That's true. We are the marketing for Star Citizen. (laughs) <laughs> we are yeah it's true i mean that's what they're banking on that's right that's right uh he's eager to get um his new gaming rib rig up and running so he can be ready for operation pitchfork yay says my uh super hornet anniversary edition and my aurora mr plus are at your service your friend in the bay area california rathix yeah nice cool yay. so another another uh norcal guy representing Another Super Hornet owner, too. Yeah, there you go. Acid Monk. He's been a backer since August 2013. He is addicted to finding every little tidbit of information and concept art that comes out. He says the podcast is like therapy. It's like chatting with my friends who are equally addicted. He says, for ships, I have had just about every ship under $600 at one time or another. Hmm. Sounds like somebody else we know. (laughs) I know. 
but I am a melting madman. Yes, yes, we are. I currently have a Connie Andromeda, a freelancer, and a Hornet. He is a firm believer in the Oculus and that it will be the only way to play the game. He says, keep up the great work on the show, and I look forward to seeing you all in the verse. So wow. welcome, Acid Monk. Good to uh, have you on board. Show Louie thinks we are a good bunch to fly with. Got turned on to Star Citizen from a free Omega Video Card offer. Remember when they were doing that? I think it was AMD that was yep. giving you mm-hmm. a Mustang Omega for uh, for buying a video card. Um, so he is very interested in the PU and all the possibilities therein. In addition to the Omega, he has a Freelancer MIS and a Vanguard. Ooh, it's funny how that uh, that video card got him into the game, and then got him to buy two more ships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, good yeah, marketing. No. Yeah. He's got um, a miss. Ooh. I'm that's jealous. a nice ship. Yeah. Odin Omen. He's he's in if we'll have him. Now, I'm sort of surprised that Odin is just joining now. Yeah. He's on the Twitters all, all the time. I oh, yeah. always see him in my stream. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Odin, I'm, we're, I'm sorry we didn't realize you weren't here. <laughs> but welcome. It's good to have you. So, of course, you're welcome. Uh, he has a Reliant, and his wife has a Starfarer. They plan on trading up to a Reclaimer. And they he says that Versecast rocks. So, thank you, sir. It's good to have you on board. That's fantastic that they play together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, I wonder what that's like. My wife doesn't <laughs> want to play with me. No, not <laughs> no. neither. Nope, nope. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Uh, Cooper, and we had two more that joined today. Cooper, he says he's been listening to uh, your podcast for a while now. Love the format and really enjoy the conversation while on my way home from work. It definitely reduces the stress levels. See, everybody's been listening for a while. I know. You're right. You're mm-hmm. right. Nobody nobody likes to join right away. They got. I guess they have they gotta, to they gotta see how they to feel. Us. They got to see how they feel about yeah. it. Got to go through yes. the backlog of, of episodes, too. Yeah, it's just we're we're so just overwhelmingly good that they just can't believe that it's real. Don't, don't get a big head there, 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 uh, the buddy. You know, <laughs> gotta keep his headphones on. Too late. I love <laughs> hearing when people go back and listen to old episodes that yeah. are not current, because mm. I feel like I only do that with podcasts that I really like. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. very. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, I must not like our podcast very much because I can't do it. <laughs> you lived it. You don't have to listen. To it. Oh, yeah. God. All right. Um, Mr. Cooper says, my one constant ship that I will never liquefy is my Constellation Aquila LTI. I bounce around with all the other ships, trading them in and buying new ones. God, I like we're getting we're getting a whole new uh, a whole new uh, crop of melters on board. I like this. <laughs> That's true. Uh, you have to come on over to my hangar. We'll do some melting. We need to add a support group channel to Mumble. <laughs> <laughs> Talk me down, man. Talk me down. Uh, it's really looking forward to exploration, the exploration aspect, and multi crew ships. He said he'd love to be a part of our org and join us in Arena Commander and Star Marine shenanigans. Yay! And last but not least, uh, Mr. Hectic found us. Uh, He found out about Star Citizen from watching Scott Manley's YouTube channel with him talking about how detailed and in-depth it's going to be and uh, became hooked instantly. He currently has a freelancer and a Reliant, has been listening to the show during his commute, go figure, for a few weeks, and thinks we should we sound like great people to play and have fun with. So 
Welcome, everybody. It's good to have uh, all these new folks on board, 151 uh, members strong and growing. And uh, John, we're getting pretty close to breaking into the top 100 orgs, aren't we, by by population? Yeah, I was... It's kind of weird how you have to figure out this stuff, but anyway, I copied all the, the stuff on the page and put it into a uh, Google spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. And I think once we hit like 172 members, we'll be in the top 100 orgs as far as population goes. Cool. Nice. I don't know what that gets us. I think that in 350 gets us a, a latte, but you know. Um, I don't know. That's a I'll, myth. I'll wear it with pride. It, it gives us uh, happiness. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and speaking of the website, we got some new members there too. Uh, Taros joined us. Blank, which is still one of my favorite names. Uh, Larry Underwood. Underwood. God, I can't Wood. even pronounce it. Underwood. Underwood. My favorite deviled ham, and I can't even say it. Uh, Nudie Bird. Dietrich Anbarsal, the um, the guy with all the with all the uh, real world uh, cred. Uh, joined us over there so welcome guys we uh, are glad to have you on board uh, post in the forums introduce yourselves contribute to the conversations uh, the more the merrier all right and uh, speaking of emails we got a couple uh, since last time uh, our good buddy yellow stag uh, sent in um, a few actually um, first off, he asked, how do you guys prefer we make comments specific to the content of the show? Is there a thread on the forums where you prefer us to re where you prefer us to respond to the content of the show? Um, there are the review thread in the show notes thread that I know of, or can we just email in? I, I think the email is, is probably the best way to do it, uh, just because uh, the, the forums are so active and voluminous that sometimes I think stuff can tend to get lost there. I don't know. What, what do you guys think? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, if you, if, yeah, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Ace. Let's say eventually we'll have to do uh, if if it really takes off, we'll have to end up doing a listener feedback mailbag episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, it does seem like people are just for the most part going in and responding to the Versecast feedback thread um, when they have something to say about the previous show. Um, but I think it would make more sense to send in an email than we can talk about it on the next show because we like to do that. Yeah, totally. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. In the last show, and I'm sure most of the others, Jimmy draws on his Star Wars galaxy wisdom, specifically when he mentioned guild halls in relation to org hangers. A guy with ship enjoys this. That was his uh, Jake and Hagar um, uh, reference there. Um <laughs> Uh, as far as the response to my question from last week, I do think it'll be very cool to see who groups and or squads up together with who within the org when the PU goes live. So um, that, I think that that is interesting. We, we kind of see guys that play together now in other games. You know, it'll be interesting to see, you know, who gravitates towards who, you know. And, and I'm, I'm guessing it's probably going to be by... Um, by what it is that they want to do. You know, I, I'm, I'm guessing like Ace, you'll probably spend some time hanging out with, uh, with Yellow Stag because, you know, you guys are, are both accomplished fighter pilots. Um, you know, um, I'll, uh, I'll spend time just hanging out in the hangar, you know, like playing songs on my jukebox and, 
Um, you know, I, I was going to suggest you spend time in your hangar with a blowtorch, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm doing that now. Well, that's that's the thing that's going to be really cool. There's so many. We're, we're building such a large. We're building such a large, cool community of of very diverse people. And it's just going to be really cool that, like, I, I feel like we're going to have, like, our, our legitimate part of the org, our, our underbelly part of the org, our in-between that kind of ties the two together. Um, who's going to be exploring? Who's going to be mining? Everyone's going to be helping each other out. It's just, it's going to be cool to see, A, we're, who's going to pair off with who, and, and, and then how we're all going to help each other in the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. So long as it doesn't turn into high school. No, I can't imagine that. <laughs> so we're gonna we have got... a cool table. <laughs> cool table. <laughs> so we got the dweek, the the dweebs, the tweakers, the the uh, science kids, the jocks. The oh, they all love him. I think I think we're all dweebs. Yeah. <laughs> so we yeah. end up at the same table. Someone eventually will be the Ferris Bueller. <laughs> yes. They all love him. Think he's a cool dude. <laughs> a righteous dude. Cool dude. There we go. A righteous dude. <laughs> All right. Um, so, and then uh, Stag continues. Uh, he's just got all kinds of different uh, points here. About the ghost system and multi-crew ship ownership and or access, I'd really like to see a Star Trek-esque chain of command where if I go down, my second in command steps up and so forth. What do you guys think about that? Neat idea. Yeah. Especially no. in combat. and combat, that's going to be really important that you have someone that if they go down and the ship access was all tied to that person then that the next person in command can take control. Um, mm-hmm. Would also make for really interesting mutiny scenarios. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Captain's gone space mad. <laughs> space, space madness. What is that it, from? I think it's an old mystery science theater movie. Space mad. It's, yeah, it's all over the place. Ren and Stimpy did a, and did Stimpy. a take on yeah, it. Yeah, there we are. Space, yeah. Oh, well, it, okay. origi- it originated with uh, it was one of NASA's big worries was space madness that that when humans would go into space for the first time that the lack of gravity would drive them insane. Mm-hmm. Turned out not no. to be true, but but there was a, a large contingent of people that were worried that that you'd go into space, lose gravity, and would do all sorts of horrific things to the human psychology. I so. think I do recognize that from MST3K though. Oh, I'm sure it's been mentioned. Hmm. Um, well, didn't Yuri Gergeron, didn't he just celebrate a birthday? Yeah, that should have been you, in the show notes. Should have been. Are you, are you Yuri Gergeron? <laughs> Which one? Me? Ace? Yeah. No. <laughs> Stop. Who are you? I'm Ace. That's all I am. Nobody else. Ace, Ace wor- worships the many-faced god. Not, oh, not god. only was he developing this game, he also was the first man to walk in space. Amazing. Okay, okay, Jimmy, was that a Sly Avatar reference? No, it was a uh, Sly Game of Thrones reference. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, Mr. Stagg wants to say that he he would like to redundantly reiterate, yes, that I love the new short show format. Even if I can't make it out to the meetup or catch everyone during the week, it's a great way to see what everybody in the community has been up to. And that is super cool. Plus two insight stat bonus to whoever's idea it was to make that move. Um, <clears throat> Mr. Croker, mm. Mr. Croker, you want to take a bow? Take uh, a bow, Mr. Taking Croker. Taking a bow, taking a bow. This is me uh. taking a bow <gasps> on radio. <gasps> <gasps> 
Yes, it was Jimmy's idea, and, and a good one. Oh, thanks, uh, guys. An excellent idea. Um, and, uh, but, uh, but that's not all. No, Mr. Mr. Stagg, uh, he, uh, he was, he was rocking the emails this week. He, um, said of last week's show, this week's show was great. Good to see all the community interaction. I think the economy and demand for ships as well as your specific insurance policy for your ship will affect how long it takes to get your replacement ship. Remember we were talking about how long we thought it would take, um, I think this was probably dovetailing on some conversation that we promised we wouldn't have about LTI. Mm. Um, and he said he te- he tends to lean on the side of 24 to 48 hours for a starter, three to four days for more advanced military and science small vessels, up to a week for mid-sized ships, and up to three weeks for an Idris-sized ship. So, yeah. Um, I don't, John. I don't think we got your because you were you you were not here last time. He was time. not present. No, he was not present. So, John, do you have a take on uh, what you think is going to how that uh, whole mechanic will work? I mean, if if you if your super hornet goes splody splode, how long are you expecting you're going to have to wait to get a new one? Um, I think for a super hornet, probably a day or two. I think really? I think I was mm-hmm. I was kind of aligning with uh, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Um, except for the Idris part, I think with something that big, it's going to take they're a not while. Gonna, yeah. yeah. They're not going to be producing those like, uh, like a Ford F-150. So I feel like an, an Idris, I think it'd be cool if that took like a week to get, get one of those back at least. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's gotta mean to mean something, you know, to, you know, yeah. it's like, and I think it's a kind of a cool kind of a cool dynamic for you to have to if you if you trash your idris um you have to take out your aurora for a week or two (laughs) the penalty yeah or you're reliant if you got smart and upgraded yeah but maybe maybe you would prefer an aurora i don't know why you would but (laughs) yeah (laughs) whatever you're not, not not sitting at my table. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate um, Stag writing in. Um, yes, yes, people he's a great have contributor. said have commented about uh, or asked about us having listeners like or par- uh, community members on the podcast, mm-hmm. um, and it just ends up being like just too complicated, and it's hard for us to to set it up and do all the recording and put all that stuff together. Um, so I think it's great for you guys to just email your, your thoughts and comments and we will always talk about it on the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Stag. We really appreciate it. Um, and uh, as we mentioned earlier, Mr. Turd, that's right. Mr. Ferguson, uh, he uh, replaced his hull a in the, virtual org hanger of my mind with a reliant and so he said my boy that would be his son i'm guessing uh, shows interest in flying from time to time i think it could make speaking of the reliant make a great trainer being a two-seater and all i mean how cool is that i mean talk about you know we were talking about um uh, uh odin and his uh was it odin is that is that right is that right did i get his i want to get his name right. yeah Odin. yeah, yeah. okay um uh, and his wife uh, flying together. I mean, how cool would that be to like fly in the same ship with your dad? You know, what's well, great? Uh, okay. Richard has his his son. Yeah, 
Yeah, um, like he, a, com- he comes like out every f- couple weeks. Yeah, how great is that? It's well, pretty cool, and it's also yeah. it's also cool too for like you know wives or, or spou- I should say spouses um, and kids that that don't necessarily even want to fly. They, the second C is a great way to to train for gunnery or scanning, and you know it's mm-hmm. just having that second C to, to for someone that's not necessarily interested in learning the mechanics of space flight really opens up other avenues for people to play. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, I think so. I would um, love to be able to teach someone how to fly in the Super Hornet, like you do in an actual plane. In that there's someone in the back seat, and I'm like, okay, your plane, you fly. My plane, I fly. Back and forth. That would be cool. Mm, and now we don't know the Reliance not currently designed to do that, right? You can't switch between. Uh, they the... haven't said what you can do with the Reliant in terms. Of, it would be nice if the, if there was an option for duplicated controls. So that you could do what you have in a Cessna 152, where you have basically two sets of identical controls, so that you can have a pilot and a co-pilot, and you can switch back and forth between the two. Well, wasn't there some talk of the Avenger being a uh, two-seat trainer? It at yeah. the very beginning of the game, it was a it was going to be the ship that they that they taught people with. That was the game the the ship to learn with initially. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a two-seater trainer. Um, I have heard Scuttlebutt that that's gone away, that the two-seater mm. trainer has disappeared, and that in its place, the Gladius has become the training ship. Mm-hmm. Um, hence, hence the Gladius, sh- Gladius showing up in the, um, tutorial. the uh, tutorial. Yeah. Um, personally, I feel like it makes more sense that you would start with a two-seater trainer. Um, especially if you're learning for the very first time, you want to have a pilot who's more uh, comfortable flying, flying with you, so that if you get overwhelmed, they can take over and fly. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the way. Yeah. I, you know, when I, my dad uh, helped me take flight lessons. Um, oh, cool! And when I took flight lessons, you always had an instructor in the right seat. You were flying mm. in the left seat, which is technically the pilot seat. So you had all the, the main instruments and gauges in front of you. Um, but if you got overwhelmed or if the instructor felt like he needed to take control of the plane, he would say, my plane. And you would let go of the, the, the stick and you you take your feet off the rudder pedals and he would take control. Mm. So I feel like that might makes much more sense than putting a newbie in a multi, you know, if we're talking in-game lore, on a multi-million dollar piece of cutting-edge technology and saying, all right, we're going to learn today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Watch That's out for what? that meteor. Yeah, really. <laughs> Ah, um, well, you know, maybe it's not too late. Maybe we we still will get that for the Avenger because that would be a really cool way to be able to introduce people to the game too. I mean, because that's, you know, especially for folks that are um, uh, going to be coming in after Squadron Forty Two. You know, maybe just becoming. Are you you're you're not going to have to complete Squadron Forty Two to fly in the PU, right? They no. have no. said that you. If you if you go through the Squadron Forty Two campaign, mm-hmm. you, there are certain perks or extra elements of things that you will get as a result of mustering out at the end of the campaign. Right. Um, Which some people aren't going to do. Right. But yeah, you you if you feel like you just want to jump straight in, they mm-hmm. will have the option to do just that too. Well, the thing is, we'll only have Episode One when the PU comes out. Yeah. So, so we right. won't even be able to finish it. Right. Well, I, I think that we get dumped into the PU at the end of episode one. Right. And that it, it continues later on. Right. Right. Like an yeah. expansion pack or something. Right. Right. 
Um, yeah, the Avenger to me is a weird ship. It it feels like they put it out there and they just aren't talking about it at all. Yeah. You know, you make a good point about that. Like they 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 released the variants for the Cutlass. They they've released a whole bunch of other ships. We have uh, the variants for the Freelancer, which is not flyable. Um, we have the variants for the um, uh, what's it for the Connie. Mm-hmm. And we have all of these updates. We've got we have a ship that is brand new, flyable, and has variants. The Mustang. Um, but yeah, no word or anything about the Avenger. Might well, it might just be you know because it was a a first run ship. Maybe the, it's kind of lost its place in the verse, and they're trying to figure out what to do with it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's it, what I get. The that's the vibe I'm getting from it. Yeah, like yeah. it's like the it's it's the bounty hunter ship, but they haven't even really touched on a bounty hunter mechanic. You know what I mean? So it's like maybe it's just kind of like it's just that one ship that they're like, well, I don't really know what to do with it yet. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, and they had the they had the sucker punch guns on it in Arena Commander for a while. But they didn't do anything. I right. didn't look pretty. Um, and so they pulled those off, and they replaced them with a pair of size one repeaters, which yeah. is great, but it sort of defeats the purpose of what the ship is designed for. Right, right. Well, you know, every every week on Reverse the Verse, somebody asks them, what about Avenger variants? And every week they say, not yet, coming soon, not yet. <laughs> yeah, so. Hopefully they still- just have like a big reveal Planned. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. going to be awesome. I'm, you know, what? I'm sort of surprised there wasn't anything in the in that 46 gig. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You'd make a point. They, you know, we've got all the extra variants and updates and information about all of these new stuff that they're planning for Squadron 42. But yeah, there was no new information or updates or anything about the current flyable ships. But were there many like small things no. in that? Because because everything I saw were just like giant capital and like the yeah. well, carriers and stuff. There are some story spoiler related fighters, and I will leave oh. it at that. Okay. If you la, want la, more, la, la, yeah, la, la, exactly. <laughs> yeah, if you want to know I didn't more, I'll tell you. That. I'll tell you after the podcast. Um, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, there are some story related spoilers regarding the different fighters that are going to be in the game in Squadron Forty Two. But like I said, there was nothing about the the commercial grade ships at all. No mm. model updated models, no ship designs. No, no, I mean, not even the fighter based ships like the Avenger or the Hornet. Uh, There's just, just just new stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Well, so back to the turd. Turd says, I think it could make for a great trainer being a two seater and all. Plus, with LTI, I will have peace of mind for when he crashes, and that will happen. Um, that I will not have to worry about my insurance rates my insurance rates going up. The org can have full use of it between the time the insurance company replaces it and his next training session. On a show-related note, I am so glad you guys didn't get into the whole LTI conversation. I think it's particularly silly. Turd. Yeah. <laughs> You're silly. I'm silly. <laughs> Everybody's trying to diminish the value of my LTI. God, <laughs> what, what what does what does Arnold think about LTI? Come on, yay! <laughs> Replace my ship. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> 
All right. Well, Get that's to the Avenger. <laughs> that is an impressive Schwarzenegger, sir. <laughs> I know it's good, huh? Um, all right. Well, um, that's it for the mailbag this week. Uh, thank you much, very much, guys, and uh, everybody else out there that has ever thought about it. Please do pull the trigger. Write us a note. Um, all right. Well, uh, Jimmy, uh, what's going on around the interverse? Interverse. 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 Uh, all sorts of good things. Um, coming out of Twitter, uh, if uh, you go into the uh, hashtag uh, TGWS, uh, those, those mm-hmm. guys with chips, um, I posted a follow up on the uh, NASA warp drive. Uh, if you remember, mm-hmm. a few episodes back, we had talked about the potential uh, of NASA developing a warp drive. And unfortunately, uh, to cue the prices right uh, overbid music, bum, 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 <laughs> bam, uh, they're basically saying that we are a little too far out for that to be possible. Um, let me grab that real quick. So, yeah, despite the fevered reports uh, rocketing around the Internet, uh, NASA is not on the verge of developing a fuel-free, faster-than-light propulsion system. Uh, the, space, the space agency basically stressed that because the, the buzz about it pretty much went viral. Um, they're kind of downplaying the research right now. They're saying, uh, while conceptual research into novel propuls- propulsion methods by the team at NASA... Um, has created headlines. Uh, it's a small effort. Uh, it's not really shown any tangible results. So that's just the, what they want us to hear. Oh, that's right. Let me get my tinfoil hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. Well, you know, I, I say to that, boo. I say boo as well. Boo, stupid scientists. Uh, yeah. So, um, so yeah, uh, we're a little ways off from uh, from warp drives, unfortunately. Uh, I think we should have Abby Physics build us one. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Abby, get to work. <laughs> from uh, from our friend uh, First First Problems, uh, he is at it again, uh, most <laughs> most recently with the hashtag uh, Star Citizen 80s. So uh, if you want to uh, look at some great 80s-based lyrics, uh, some great uh, 80s-based uh uh, JPEGs or Photoshops, uh, all based around Star Citizen. Go check out the hashtag hashtag Star Citizen eighties. My personal favorite would be my uh, Mr. T uh, Star Citizen uh, image that I posted up there to toot my own horn. <laughs> honk honk. Uh, I posted. Uh, that was pretty funny. Oh, uh, well, I took the uh, I took the image of uh, the pilot uh, that's been floating around the internet, and I put Mr. T's head on it, and I I did a quote in there. I said, "Hannibal, get me out of this cockpit. You know I hate to fly, fool." <laughs> I I remember the eighties. Oh, the eighties. I was always a, I was always amazed that for all the bullets that flew in every which way and every which direction on the A team, nobody ever got shot. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, it's amazing. That's true. Mm-hmm. But they, they were just that good. From uh, the official RSI forums, uh, there is a thread that's been around for a little while, but it just reared its ugly head again, and I'm always amused by it. It is character creation hairstyles, and that is by <laughs> B-Cake, or B-K, excuse me, B-E-E-K-A-Y, B-K. Uh, there'll be a link in the show notes, but by all means, go check it out. There are just some splendid, splendid hairstyle, hairstyles. You guys have any any particular favorites in there? 
I've got fur, so hair doesn't really interest me. <laughs> At least not not since my Doug Henning days. There's a there's a nice Wrath of Khan picture, a uh, nice R- Ricardo Montalban uh, feathered uh, gray feathered <laughs> hairstyle that uh, someone wow. is hoping to see in game. Uh, you've got the Hoff, you know, uh, the the young Hoff with the the nice. Uh, you know, uh, feathered '80s hairstyle, but uh, there's a bunch of stuff in there. There's, you know, of course, there's there's the the posts with the people that want to actually that are actually taking the thread seriously and saying, you know, these are the kind of hairstyles that we'd like to see. And you know, that is an interesting point, and I, it is something I'm curious about. I'd like to see, you know, what they're going to do with hair, with hairstyles, with beards, with mustaches. Um, with jewelry, with makeup, I'm um, I'm curious to see how deep they're going to go. You guys have any thoughts on on that? Is there anything that you'd like to see in character creation, uh, hairstyle wise, or you know, I look want wise? hairstyles. I want hairstyles. <laughs> I, I want accessories. I want to be like ridiculous and have all the customization you possibly can manage. Um, I just hope that they don't fall along the same trap that um, uh, Swotor did. And go with a decidedly hippie or um, um, hipster look. Mm, uh, okay. For whatever reason, uh, Swotor had a bunch of like hair swept over the eyes style cuts that are very common these days. Mm. Where it's like where you see people see like young guys <coughs> with the hair that's like swept partly across the eyes, and they keep flicking their heads to get it out of their face. <laughs> they did. They did have quite a few of those styles. Well, hopefully they would offer that and everything else. Yeah, and everything yeah, else. Yeah, I totally. want to see some. I want to see some gem. I want to see some gem. Some truly, truly outrageous haircuts. Oh, nice! A little hologram style. Yeah, there you go. I um, I'm curious. Uh, a a the 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 big thing for me are, is beards. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I I want some beards in the game. Uh, and then I would say, secondly, I'd I'd love for them to have like a robust tattoo system. You know, I think that would be really cool. I've only seen that here and there in a few games, and I think that would be great to have like like just a lot of different options for tattoos and in a lot of different places too, not like just the little tattoos on your face. Hmm. Maybe be able to scan something in. Yeah, yeah. As, That'd be neat. As as a tattoo aficionado, I think it would be really cool to be able to have like a full sleeve, you know, or you know, to even, you know, be able to like, you know, do things that I wouldn't do in real life, like have a hand tattoo, you know, that I think that stuff like that's really cool and really allows for you to, to tell a story through just the look of your character. Yeah. Well, yeah. and man, what a talk about a, uh, a real way to add um, spice or uh, originality to those on the, uh, the rougher side of the verse. Yeah, totally. You know, I mean, yeah. it's something it's something just a little bit cool and a little bit different that goes beyond just, you know, scars, you know. But I know it seems like the character creation in general is going to be very robust. So it's going to be fun to see. But in the meantime, go over, check out the link in the show notes. It is a hilarious thread. Cool. And then uh, Excellent. over at uh, at our home at versecast.org, uh, if you go into general, general forums, the first and most important order of business we need to stop the presses, put all things aside. Kung Fury, the movie, <laughs> has been released. <laughs> so our, our friend, uh, your friend of the show, Turd Ferguson, uh, posted a link uh, and has asked the question, has anybody seen it yet? I have not. Has anybody seen this? Please, somebody tell me yes. I have seen it. <gasps> oh, how was I it? I watched it the night it came out. I've, I've been waiting for this for a while. Um. 
and it was pretty good. It was pretty awesome. I I was actually expecting it to be longer. It's only thirty minutes long. Oh, oh really? Um, yeah, like I was short. expecting. It's like a Saturday yeah. morning cartoon. Yeah, I was. I think they did say right off the bat that it was going to be shorter, but I was expecting like an hour twenty minutes or something. Okay. Um. So yeah, it's only thirty minutes. Um. It ends with like a huge cliffhanger. Um. So they're <laughs> nice. They've got to be making a sequel. Um, my favorite part has got to be, um, uh, oh God. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying someone is in it. Oh, really? That, you know, it's, it's, uh, God. Cameo? Is there a cameo? It's the Hoff. Oh, oh. really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Wow. He, okay. So I don't know if you saw it, but they released a music video. Um, and he, they, they like wrote a, an 80s style song and did a music video with the Hoff and he sings it. Um, it's actually a really good song. How it's much called... of the song is the, is, is in the movie because that may have been a, a padding for time. It's the end credits. <laughs> oh, okay. There you go. It's like the end, but he is part, he is, he makes a cameo in the movie too. Um, so it's pretty good. Um, there's also an, a person from the, God, I'm just blanking like crazy. Wow. Uh, You are no help at all, John. The Lonely Island, (laughs) the Lonely Island, Jorma from the only, the Lonely Island. Does anybody know who that is? I haven't seen Lonely Island in some time. Okay. Jorma from the Lonely Island is a big part in the movie. So oh, hopefully if you guys rec- know who that is, then you'll try to recognize him. It's pretty it's pretty funny to see him in it. Um so yeah, it's it's just like crazy 80s references. Um the CG's pretty cool. Uh it's all like green screen. Right. But yeah, it's only 30 minutes, so I if you're into that kind of video gamey oh. 80s. Oh yes. Yes, I yeah. am. It's just it's the most over the top thing you'll ever see. Is it does it does it remind you a little bit of video game high school? Uh I mean, I think it's kind of like trying to do the same thing. Okay. Um it's it's pretty different. Okay. I was disappointed that it wasn't actually a game. I thought it was I thought it was a video game. Wasn't thought, there wow. a game element to it? I remember hearing about there being a game element to it. They released a side-scrolling platformer on Steam for like oh wow really yeah, yeah. it's like two bucks that's brilliant I um, um yeah nice I uh, I have to dedicate some time to watching it is it um I haven't even like searched for it this has just been a very crazy week for me um is it on YouTube yeah it's yeah, free cool. on YouTube yeah. nice. which I was surprised to see I was expecting to pay you know three bucks to watch it or right, something right, right. but but yeah it's totally free on YouTube um. It's it's in our forums too. Yeah, it's it's in that thread. Oh, okay. I guess got to scroll down. <laughs> I actually when I went to go watch it um I clicked on the trailer at first. Yeah, that's what I thought was was in the post was the trailer. No, it's I think the the first video there is the movie. Oh, nice. Um but yeah, yeah. I I went to go watch it on my Xbox. Um and I clicked on the trailer and I watched the whole trailer and I was like 
is this movie starting with the trailer and then (laughs) playing going to the movie? I was like, oh god, I just watched the trailer for the movie I'm about to watch. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the references are thick, and nice. I mean, there's a guy that goes back to like Viking times, and for some reason, there's dinosaurs that shoot lasers out of their eyes. So cool. That's what you can expect, like they should. (laughs) <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to checking it out. Uh, and now, over at uh, the Star Citizen forum, over at uh, versecast.org, um, I got a very interesting and delightful surprise on my profile, on my Jackson uh, profile over at Versecast. And it was CTOS, and he posted this amazingly well done JPEG. Uh, it was basically a hack your ship. And what it is is it's a view of a cockpit view of a Hornet, and in front of the joystick is a uh, bomb with a XX smiley face and a nuclear explosion behind it. And uh, he went from there, and he also posted it over on uh, a thread. And the thread is uh, "I hack your ship," obviously, <laughs> by CTOS. And um, it's a cool read. Um, you know, it's obviously it's just it's a lot of fun. We were talking about. Um, how interesting or how fun it would be to be able to create little gifts or little JPEGs uh, to put into someone's uh, HUD when you hack their ship, you know? So you could put like the no-no cat up in there, uh, you know, up in the upper right-hand corner instead of where their shields are. And, um, you know, it's an interesting conversation. People get pretty deep into it. I think at the end of the day, it's not something that we would see in-game. I think it opens up too much... um, too much room for abuse. Yeah, like I think people putting viruses in there, actual real yeah, viruses. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Real viruses or or inappropriate content. Um, but still, yeah. you know, it's fun and it, it was fun to play with, with uh, you know, Photoshop. And, you know, of course, I, I posted something to follow uh, CTOS with, uh, with you know, how I, how I would like to see, uh, you know, if we were able to put GIFs in when we hack somebody's ship. I think that would be fun. Uh, or, you know, some fun JPEGs that I would like to see on there. But I think overall, um, you know, it's it's cool that, you know, that the potential is there. Just like, again, documents that we're waiting to see published. Um, the hacking document is going to be, I'm sure, glorious. Yeah. Yeah, I responded with um, uh, recalling the part in Avengers where Iron Man comes in and pumps in... Uh, Black Sabbath over the PA system. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yes. And I, I think that was that part of the movie was really awesome. And I think that'd be cool if you could do something like that. Yeah. Well, Black Sabbath is like bacon. It always makes everything better. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I'm just and waiting I, I, for the moment where uh, where someone hacks your ship and what all you get is a repeating gif of of uh, uh, Nedry from um, Jurassic Park. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> nice. yeah, see, that's that's what I was talking about. You know, I was like that stuff like that would be really cool. You know, or to get Rickrolled. You know, have Rickroll pop up in your overhead. <laughs> you God. didn't say please. Exactly. Um, <laughs> you know, again, I, I honestly, you know, it's it's kind of a fairy tale, and it does it does it seem like it would open up a lot of room to abuse. So I don't see that being something in the game. Um, but it, it's fun, you know, it's fun to think about and the JPEGs are great and the conversation's cool. So by all means, go check that one out. And, uh, last but not least, uh, since we had a Reliant sale, we did, we did, uh, Kyle Phelps, uh, 757, or as I like to call him, Kalel Fell Elps. 
757. <laughs> now he's from Krypton. <laughs> he is from Krypton. <laughs> the second son of Krypton. Uh-huh. Uh, he uh, had posted, uh, I, uh, I want to love the Reliant so much. And uh, in the thread, it basically, he's talking about... Um, it's not a full uh, stand-up uh, walk, uh, walking space uh, in the storage compartment, uh, you know, and he's kind of going back and forth as far as whether or not he want to, wants to ship. And it got me thinking about, you know, the difference between you don't need anything, but needing a ship versus wanting a ship. And I know uh, I think I'm speaking to, to Gleep in, in that conversation, but do you guys have any, just in general, do you guys have any thoughts on that? Like as far as, you know, the difference between, you know, like I in-game... Um, I feel like I need a herald. I don't necessarily need a cutlass black, you know. So it's that whole kind of need versus want type thing. I feel like I need um, my retaliator. Like I want a ship that we can fly as a group, and I feel like I need my um, either you know a ship to fly by myself. So either the gladius or the the. Uh, uh, Aurora as a ship to fly by myself on my own when I just want to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. And that the Super Hornet was just like, it, though it was the earliest purchase for me was the Super Hornet, um, it was also, uh, you know, it's it's quickly becoming the thing that, I, that I'll probably be flying the most with groups of people. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he, he yeah. talks about, you know, and I, I'm sure this is, this is, something that everybody goes back and forth with, you know, in regards to ships every time they come up for sale. He's like, I want the Reliant for, uh, for my jack-of-all-trades kind of ship. Um, I want to make uh, make a, a little repair or ambulance ship, um, but I can't even stand up in the back. Uh, what can I do with it? Uh, am I going to uh, be walking around on my knees, checking out patients, or crawling around um, and looking for wrenches, if that's, uh, if that's possible? Um, I look at the, the crawl space, uh, under my house and what is it? I look at the crawl space under my house completely differently now. (laughs) So, um, you know, and the thing is like, you know, it's funny because it's like you fall in love with the look of a ship and then you want to make that ship do the things that you want it to do. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I think that there has to be some temper, temper of, or temper, tempered expectation you know, like um, you're not going to be able to turn the Reliant into a um, into a med ship. You know, mm-hmm. I, I just don't see that happening. There's just not the space for it. Um, well, on some level, you might be able to. Right. Because, I mean, you can't you can't go back there when it's in its vertical configuration. But um, you you can also fly it in the horizontal configuration, which would allow you to go back there. But then you may have some compromised uh, speed or maneuverability. So, um, you know, it's because it holds 30 SCU. So, I mean, there's space back there. Yeah, no, there's definitely space back there. But the, the question is, is how, how much I, I think, I think the thing is, and I think one of the things that we're, that we're all kind of waiting to see is how the modularity is going to work in the ships. In other words, um, you know, is a ship like the Reliant going to have, and, and this is an exaggeration, but have like three customizable slots, whereas a ship like the, um, you know, the Andromeda will have 10 customizable slots. You know what I'm saying? So it's like right. how right. many, and, and again, it's something we haven't really seen yet. How many customizable slots are you going to have 
in every ship. And then what are you going to be sacrificing to do that, you know, um, in order to, for example, maybe turn the Reliant into a uh, an ambulance, you know, a quick, you know, quick spitfire ambulance, if you will. What are you going to sacrifice? You know, what's what do you have to pull out of the ship to put a med bay in there? And will a med bay even fit? Right. I, I imagine that when the um, setup and the, the technology for the um, modularity stuff comes online, there'll be a lot of upheaval in ship hangers. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some people will go, oh, I wanted this ship to do X, but it doesn't do X very well. Oh, but this ship does. Let's right. let's melt this and get that instead. We're all, get some melting going on. It's yeah. They've done a great job at at stimulating the imagination, and uh, for all of us, you know, every every single person that's a backer in the in the game has got visions of grandeur. You know, um, from mm-hmm. from what I want to see from smuggling and hacking to what people want to see with the larger multi crew ships like the Idris. Um, and I, I think that when the game documents start to come out, I, I agree. I think there's going to be a lot of upheaval on in the uh, in your hangars, and I think that some people are going to be, you know, going to be disappointed, you know, uh, or there'll be a certain level of disappointment because there's so much possibility right now. And the thing is, that has to get tamper, tapered down to some point when you get into practical mechanics, when you get into the actual nuts and bolts of what the game can do and can't do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, which is it's just an inevitability. Yeah, know? absolutely. I mean, it, I mean, it's because you know you. I mean, we have the Imagine trailer where it's like, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's basically the world, like, the universe like, is your oyster. Yeah, it's like when you're five years old, you know, and your mom tells you, you know, you can be anything you want to be, and then when you get to high school, they say you can be anything you want to be as long as it's one of these five things, right? <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, it's just going to happen. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see, and it's the the reason why uh, one of the reasons why I pulled um, Kyle's uh, threads was was the fact that um, you know we're all guilty of it. You know, we're all we're all big dreamers, and we all want a lot out of the game. Um, and it's a tough it's a tough spot to be in when you fall in love with the look of a ship and trying to figure out if it's going to meet the needs or the desires that you want in game. Well, I mean, but then you can also, I mean, another way to look at it is that you can take a ship that is visually very appealing to you and figure out what's what can I do with this? Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, so you you can drive it the other way around because I mean, you know, it's like if you, if you have a ship that maybe plays a role really well that you want to play, but you know what, it just doesn't excite you much to look at it. You know, I think we talked last week. You know, I mean, the Retaliator is a is a is a really cool ship. But visually, it doesn't really flip my skirt, but my redeemer does, you right, know. So, right. so I would, you know, I would rather. It's like one time when I was buying a, a, a bicycle, um, you know, and I was really torn between a couple of different bikes. And what the guy told me is, he said, "Hey, get the one that when you look at it, you go, hey, I want to ride this.'" Because otherwise, you know, if you get the one that you know perhaps has uh, you know some different components or or something that. Uh, may you know suit your brain a little bit better if you don't if when you get home from work you don't want to you don't look at it and go yeah i need to go for a ride you're not going to go for a ride mm, that's a very good point yeah so anyway but little boys are visual <laughs> but uh also great thread all great threads um all links to uh everything that i've talked about on the interwebs will be in the show notes 
And if anybody finds anything out there in the interverse that they want us to talk about, email us at uh, comms at uh, versecast.org and uh, let us know. Send us a link. We'll check it out. Yes, indeedy. All right. So, um, guys, what um, what have we been doing? I guess um, on uh, yesterday you guys played some uh, some planet size. Is that true? Some. That is true. Uh, we lies. It's all lies. <laughs> Sorry, I still have my tinfoil hat on. <laughs> we actually didn't play any Star Citizen yesterday. Nope. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Free free fly fighter week. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I mean, we had quite a few people out though. Yeah, we had a bunch oh, of people playing different games though. It was a lot of fun. Good. Yeah. So uh, in the afternoon, I jumped on with Ace, um, and then I think like Hondi showed up, and we started playing some Planet Side, uh, and like Hondi. Asked me about uh, getting a membership for Planet Side um, after mm. I talked about it on the podcast, and I replied with, "I'm doing it right now." <laughs> <laughs> Which and then, then I jumped on the bandwagon. Yep, Ace did too, and then Lycondi did. <laughs> uh, so the three of us subscribed to Planet Side. I think for one month, mm-hmm. um, all of us for for just one month, with which is fifteen bucks. Um, mm. And that gives us like fifty percent XP bonus, um, a bunch passive, of passive gain for the in-game currency. Yeah, to get equipment and stuff. Yeah, for both currencies, because mm-hmm. um, mm. there are there are two. Yep. Um, but yeah, uh, we did that, and we had a lot of fun in Planetside yesterday. Um, I really Ace- enjoyed it. Yeah, do you want to tell them what we were doing in your Vanguard? Is, uh, is it Valkyrie. Valkyrie, that's what it is. So, so um, I have always been taken with from the Halo universe with the Pelican. The Pelican has always been my favorite vehicle from the Halo universe. It's a troop transport. It's it's pretty well armed, but it's a uh, it's not it's not designed to do anything more than drop off troops and material and pick them up. Um, and I always thought that was a neat concept as a, a VTOL jet. Um, so when I got into Planetside, I was I was doing a little bit of galaxy flying. You guys might remember that one of our earliest Planetside outings, I was flying the galaxy. And uh, Vendus got me turned on to the Valkyrie. He was like, oh, no, no, you want to do that. Fly this. And so I equipped it with the squad spawn uh, perk, I guess you call it, or, or equipment, which allows people to spawn directly onto the ship and drop from it onto combat zones or to fly with me just just they just pop in while i'm uh you know out at altitude and then drop out um but we had what like three people in our group three or four people total yeah so not enough to really mount a a concerted uh um attack on a particular base if i have like a squad of like 11 or 12 people i can drop like seven or eight of them directly on a point and then move away but with like four people, that's not enough to do anything more than just harass people. And planetside harassment, if you're just just four people, gets a lot of a lot of frustration and not a lot of territory gain. So we ended up staying inside the Valkyrie. All of us were engineers, and we did a little bit of multi-crew action. Um, I was piloting, uh, flying uh, high and and slow, and and providing stationary. Uh, platform for to fire down on or fi- flying fast and low uh, to uh, drop troops off or uh, make raiding raiding attacks 
on uh, enemy targets. And so we had at one point we would had we had like what four people total, two two in the um, me, uh, you in the um, turret or someone in the turret, and then two in the back doing repairs. Because one of the things you can do is the the back seats are open, so you can repair in the ship in flight. So you take a bunch of damage, you go hiding behind a rock, and your crew repairs your ship for you. And then once you're all back up to full uh, full health, then you take off like a bat again back into, into battle. And so we did a bunch of that and got some surprisingly big kills out of it. Nice. Took down some of the some of the tanks and and armor, some of the mobile spawn vehicles, and even some of the really big uh, air vehicles, the Galaxy uh, deployment ships, and then some of the gunships too. And then uh, did a fair amount of, of air combat too, uh, which yeah. was really difficult. At one point, we had three people repairing, which kept us up for a long time. Like yeah. we were taking a lot of damage, and we were just repairing right away. Yeah, we had we had. I mean, we got engaged at one point in a, a, a very large scale air air combat. We had I think three or four um, friendly air air units next to us, um, and then like three or four enemy air units that engage us. And then and you know, here we are in this troop transport in the middle of a air to air combat with fighters, doing pretty darn well. Yeah, I think I took out at least one galaxy, which was oh, pretty yeah. fun. We took out a couple galaxies. I mean, yeah. you just you just stay way above them and fire down. Um, same with the gunships, because the gunships all fire. They all fire downwards. Um, all of their guns are are all ground facing. So if you just stay above a gunship and you can just rain fire down on it, eventually take it out. So yeah, Vendis would be proud. Um, I flew with him a little <laughs> bit um, on Saturday night, late Saturday night. Um, and uh, we got a little bit of, of playing in, but uh, yeah, I got a chance to uh, upgrade the. I upgraded the Valkyrie considerably and gave it the really high maneuverability uh, airframe that allows it to fly really, really fast, and then makes it has a, gives it really, really good uh, roll and yaw rates. So I could twist that thing between trees and rocks, and there were a couple times where I put it through through gaps that I wasn't sure i was going to be able to make yeah it was a lot of fun um we were doing that yesterday afternoon mm-hmm. um and we we did that for like four hours or something yeah. Yeah, good, um, got good money out of it or a good experience out of it yeah for sure um then we took a little break and then it was meetup time i came back and nobody was playing star citizen <laughs> i think uh the Alitas, including uh, Lego Zombie King, were playing uh, Elite. Um, oh, yeah, because the, the um, Power Play beta is out. Yes, but they're not in it, I don't think. Oh, okay. Um, I think they're just kind of getting ready for it. It's supposed to come out soon. Um, this week, I think. Well, it's available for uh, for beta. Yes, backers. for beta, yeah. Um, so they were playing that um, Iron Man, which... He doesn't want us to say, but he is back into WoW. Um, 
and he's uh, he's playing oh, with the no. yeah <laughs> everybody's like ah <laughs> oh. i i will come to his defense i am an old wow player i loved the game when i played it and it it when i heard he was playing it 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 brought up a whole bunch of nostalgic memories so yeah, good on I, you. Good on you, Iron Man. I played. I played a number of years ago as well. When my uh, when my wife and I were dating long distance, uh, we played WoW. After Galaxies kind of went away, we played WoW for a while. Um, I mean, I, it's it's a cool game. I, personally, I just get really burned out on the grind and um, and uh, rating. I the rating gets so monotonous to me. Yeah. See, I did, and and this may just be my particular way that I played. I dude, I did a lot of role play when I was playing WoW. Okay. Um, so a lot of the grind for me was negated by the fact that I was also, you know, often, very often socializing or role playing while doing some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which which made some of that a little bit more sufferable. <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> nice. more. I mean, there is there's nothing more monotonous than like go kill eight deer and bring me their pelts uh-huh. 90 times in a, a row after a while you're just like okay i'm done so i bada don't bada. want to collect any more pelts yeah after a while you're just like okay and what do you need you need some antlers mm-hmm. okay let's go get those now there's something about questing that i enjoy though it's I don't really know what it is. I realize that all the quests are like the same thing. Just collect this or kill this or whatever. It's counting space rocks. Yeah, I don't... It's the same thing that's like, why do I like mining in Minecraft? Like, I'm just hitting blocks over and over again, but I still find it enjoyable. (laughs) Maybe it's meditative for you? Could be therapeutic. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably You're a moisture it. farmer. <laughs> <laughs> you are totally a moisture farmer. Oh man. Call back. Call back to <laughs> 90 minutes ago. Uh but yeah, so after um that was that was join up time. So they were doing that. Um Vendus was there and he was jumping into GTA, so I thought I would jump in there because I haven't played any of the uh the heists yet and uh I've been waiting for somebody to play that with, so Vendus and I played the first heist. Um, oh, cool. It was pretty fun. I had to do like a hacking mini game, and I told I told Vendus that we needed Jimmy for this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the heist was fun. We made like fifty seven thousand dollars, so it's pretty cool. good. Nice. <laughs> um, after well, that, we played some more PS uh, PS two. So uh, yeah, it was cool. good. Uh, Thursday we did get together for uh, for Aces Flat Academy. We had a small group, uh, but we had uh, we had some fun playing big ships v little ships in Capture the Core. Um, I think there was, it was what, about half a dozen of us that came out, and um, I think we had a good time. Yeah, yeah, we enjoyed Learned. it. Yeah, yeah, well, it was it was uh, good stuff. And so uh, we're going to do it all again this uh, Thursday. We will have uh, Flat Academy again. And then uh, next Sunday, the meetup. So, um, you know, do come out and join us. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter what ship you got. I mean, you're you're going to have access to all of the uh, the fighter ships uh, for uh, for free all week. So uh, definitely uh, come out. And if you haven't had a chance to fly a Gladiator or a Super Hornet, definitely uh, avail yourself of that because they are um, they're, they're cool ships. I mean, and, uh, you know, you can decide they're not available to purchase right now, but if you can... At least uh, figure out if it's something that you're you want to uh, work towards, uh, either uh, in the PU or uh, you know 
<laughs> melt some things uh, the next time they do become available. Uh, you know, you can figure that out for yourself. So. Um, Iron Man reminded me to uh, to say something about Ark. Survival oh, Evolved. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Ark Survival Evolved is a survival game. Similar to, like, DayZ and, um... What was the one we were playing? <laughs> Reign of Kings. Yeah, Reign of Kings. Um, similar to those games. Uh, the difference here is, for one thing, it's running on Unreal Engine 4, and it looks fantastic um but the big thing is there are rideable and tameable dinosaurs (laughs) (laughs) so you can literally tame like a t-rex and ride it or a pterodactyl and fly it around or there's like giant the the titana boa it's a giant giant snake um there's giant scorpions uh there's even dragons, I guess. Um, so you should definitely... Uh, the best way to know what this game is is just to watch the trailer. Um, so just search it up on YouTube. Ark Survival Evolved. Um, it's The trailer just shows everything. Like, there's... The, the environments look incredible. So it's, like, tropical, um, as is where the dinosaurs lived. I think there might be different biomes, like snowy, and they have talked about there being, uh, like, rain and stuff. And the interesting thing is your stamina and stuff is dictated by, like, the temperature in the world. So if it's really hot outside, your stamina is not going to last very long. Um, So they're doing really interesting stuff like that. Um, there's base building. Um, you have to like make saddles to put on your dinosaurs, as um, one does. You can't ride a dinosaur barebacked. I mean, come I on. Yeah, um, I hope you're a real king, man. <laughs> <laughs> they show a Brachiosaurus, which is the Gesundheit. one with the super what? Gesundheit. Oh, <laughs> um, that's the one with the super long neck. Uh. And it it has it has like a giant saddle. It looks like it could hold like ten people in it. Um, so it looks amazing, and it comes out tomorrow or today, depending on. Well, you're listening to this tomorrow, which is today. Oh no! <laughs> it comes out on Tuesday, so we are gonna have a bunch of people there day one playing. I'm gonna be there. Iron Man, Vendis. The Adlitas, I think Umaroth, a bunch of people are going to be there. Um, Vendus probably going to set up a private server. Everybody is super stoked about this game. Cool. Um, so, yeah, look it up on Steam. Watch At least watch the trailer. I really recommend that. Um, it, it looks really good for an early access survival game. Um, cool. So I'm really hoping that it's going to be solid. Nice. Excellent. Well, um, you know how good we did at hitting our uh, our spot last show? <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen this show. No, it didn't. So unless somebody's uh, got, you know, just something burning to get out, what do you say we uh, we call this one good? Before Not we good. hit two hours on this one? 
Yeah, really. Yeah. Let's put it in the can and put it to bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's, a bow on the puppy. Let's um, put me to bed. Oh, somebody's tired. Night night. <laughs> all right. Well, support Engine. They power our website. Go to engine.com for all your site hosting needs. Support Ronald Jenkins. Uh, we're not using his song uh, in this episode, but uh, please support him anyway. Um, he lets us use uh, his music to uh, to add a little uh, a little flavor to our uh, broadcasts, and so we really do appreciate that. Check him out at www.ronaldjenkins.com. Uh, you can reach me um, at House Gleep on the Twitter machine. You can email me, gleep at versecast.org. Jimmy? You could find me uh, at Jimmy Croker on... Awkward silence. Yeah, push, push to talk. talk. Push I was to talk. so oh! good. I was so good. It's like oh, been weeks since I didn't hit push to talk. Uh, anyway, uh, you could find me at Jimmy Croker <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, shoot me an email at uh, Jimmy, it's J-I-M-I, at Versecast.org. Uh, and then you can find me as Jackson, J-A-X-S-U-N, over at uh, Versecast.org, uh, RSI, and Steam. You can find cool. me at the only Jonto on Twitter. And uh, what? That's it? That's it? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> that's it. It's late. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Ace Azamine. You can find me on Steam at Delandau87, D-I-L-A-N-D-A-U-87. I'm Ace Azamine87 on Plantside. And just come chat with me and mumble or say hello. And all of these uh, contact uh, points are in the show notes, so you can definitely you can check those out on Versecast or on the RSI website. There are links in the um, iTunes hypertext, so um, definitely uh, you can uh, go get all that information and more there. So um, please do um, review us on iTunes. It makes us very happy. Uh, makes John very happy, and uh, so we, we would like for you to do that too. Uh, all right, so until next time then, we are Those Guys With Ships, and this has been our community podcast. See you guys. Bye. See you in the verse. See ya.